Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pantheresa Folding Table Talk. This is episode 80. Can you believe it, Mac? It's episode 80. That's uh, We are officially old. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we were happy we were at that retirement age, and now we're at that 80, and we're kind of like, are we going to make it up to 100? That's like, Do we make it? Do we even make it? I mean, I'm just kidding. Are we going to quit after we, this? I don't no, know. No, we've got tons of stuff to go over. <laughs> All right. Of that, lead, it, lead us into today's topic. All right. It's going to be deep dive into the AK platform. Um, we've done a lot of deep dives before, and um, yeah, they, they get into pretty in-depth stuff, uh, a lot of the history, a lot of the uh, airsoft industry, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, we usually have guests to come in here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting topic. Uh, before that, I guess, uh, Mac, do you want to address the elephant in well, the room? Okay. Well, yeah, okay. So a lot of people might feel uncomfortable about us talking about this right now just because of how it ties into like you know but we are going to stay away politically as best as we can we understand that there's big elephant in the room going on with geopolitics and everything and unfortunately for the people of ukraine and russia and you know the rest of the world that's feeling this pinch right now it's unfortunate we don't like it we're larpers we play war we don't actually like war um so it's really sad to see that stuff going on but we couldn't put this uh, episode off any longer. Uh, the amount of like messages I was getting about people being like, when are you going to finally do an AK deep dive versus like how many times we've talked about like, you know, the M4 or like, you know, gone into other things. And they're like, yo, are you guys ever going to circle back to that? So we kind of had to stick a pin in it. We had to do it. And then Russia decided to invade Ukraine. Um, but that being said, guys, this is where we are today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the AK variant and uh, where it is historically, uh, pop culturally, and, uh, and where it lands with airsoft and everything like that. Okay, thank you. Um, all right, well, okay. here, here we go. So deep dive into the AK platform. Um, so, oh boy, okay, let me get ready here because um, it's going to be a long one for the history segment. Um, but it is a well-known history, so if I get it wrong, guys, I did all my research here. Um, Please let me know down in the comments, but uh, I did all I can to do the research. I'm going through Wikipedia and as well as um, all kinds of different books that people released uh, in regards to the history. But uh, yeah, here we go. So Kalishnikov rifle, a series of automatic rifle based on the original design by none other than Mikhail Kalishnikov with the last name Kalishnikov. Um, yeah, I had Jill actually mention uh, me how you pronounce the name in Cyrillic, and it's basically the same thing as saying it in English. So I tried my best to make sure it was accurate, but she said, yeah, it's just Mikhail Kalishnikov. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Am I saying it right? Oh, you're just yeah. missing an accent. Like, yeah, okay. no, you're just missing an accent. That's what she said. So they're officially known as the automatic Kalishnikov. Um, it's reliable and easy to use that a child can use it. That's a common sort of theme that happens with the AK, uh, with a lot of third world countries, is uh, it, it's it's cheap and easy, and a child can use it. That's basically why it's very popular. In some parts of the world, they're often, uh, you know, they often do. Um, it's cheap, it's easy to manufacture, readily available. Um, it's the first true assault rifle. Um, now we'll get into the history portion of this. Mm. Um, before we do that, um, do we want to introduce uh, the guest, Mac? 
Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are going to be sitting here for quite a long time. So, Professor Poy, I appreciate you for giving <laughs> us a little break there. Um, yeah, so guys, we've brought on three members of our community and stuff like that who have stepped up. They are AK owners themselves. They are AK fans. Uh, they probably know this platform better than we do. Um, I've played with an AK. I personally only own a SEMA AK-47. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's good. I love it. Uh, you know, um, other than that, that's the one I have and everything like that. I have played with a few other ones. Uh, they're great. Um, and that is why we've brought you guys on here to uh, fulfill that void that we are missing in that poi. I know you've got a container full and stuff like that, um, but we are unfortunately missing our tech today. He is MIA due to sicknesses other than the big bad virus that's going on right now. Um, so that being said, uh, thank you guys for being on here. Really appreciate it, guys. And one by one, I'll take you through. Um, so basically, we've got our simple questions here, guys, that we always ask our guests, and uh, we will hit them up with you now. So, Scott, we're going to go with you first, just because you're the first one on my Zoom list here. Uh, so so who are you, and how long have you been playing Airsoft? Um, well, I'm Scott, obviously. Um, I've only been playing Airsoft since last year. Mm -hmm. um, it hasn't been that long. Um couple friends invited me out and uh yeah it's been fun and uh somewhat expensive um but it's been good so awesome i've enjoyed it well that's great honestly i think a lot of people's stories start with that with that group of friends that kind of like push them into it and then yeah. everyone's kind of rabbit hole is deeper than others and you know might not be as deep as others and stuff like that so it's always great um so that being said why the ak and what ak do you own um, well, I like light machine guns mm -hmm. and, um, I was kind of, I was deciding between what to get. Um, so I ended up getting a, uh, RPK 16, um, from LCT. Um, and basically looking at the field before I bought anything, uh, <laughs> I noticed there was the, uh, fire restriction mm -hmm. on for city. Mm -hmm. so uh i thought man it would really suck to go there with something that was stuck in full auto like an m249 or something mm -hmm. like that and not being able to use it in city so i looked at what had semi-auto and it's like oh rpk's got that i like the rpk it's a smart move so i got smart. one of those honestly yeah. that's actually really that's, good that's actually you'd be yeah. su surprised the amount of people i have met in my time at Panther now who have actually not been aware of the game restriction and then bought that gun and been like, what do you mean? I can't run this game, uh, like run this gun in, um, you know, and it's like, no, you cannot go know. clear a uh, kill house with a, you know, with a full auto machine gun. Like that's not, yeah. Things, right? yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So that leads us to our last question for you, Scott. Um, so what is airsoft to you? Is it a hobby or have you started to treat it like a sport? Where do you fit into that? Uh, it's definitely more a hobby for me, um, but I would not deny anyone who said it was a sport. Um, some people definitely 
are more into it probably than I am. And I would say it could be a sport. Hey, it's okay, man. You're still pretty new in the rabbit hole yeah. there. So uh, we love to have you back in a future episode and we'll check back in with where you are. Okay. Yeah. So that takes us to our next guest there, Jesse, or uh, you let me know that your name there before too is RC. RC. Yeah. So the yeah. rest of the community might know you already as RC, which is great to have you on. Um, so Jesse, who are you? And how long have you been? <laughs> I'm Jesse, obviously. Oh, um, before you start, I love your shirt, by the way. Can we yes. oh, see? Oh, it's very themed. <laughs> yeah. Very themed. Yeah. Very themed. Came well dressed. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so I've been playing Airsoft. I've been to Panther twice now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twice. Um, I went when I was living in Alberta. My one, my one uh, friend in college, he he introduced me to it. He brought me, brought me along, gave me a lever action. Uh, rifle really and i was like Ooh. i kind of got hooked wow. always okay been, yeah that's a that weird like, start that's a weird start right i've always like i've always enjoyed cowboy guns and whatnot so he's like oh here's a lever action nice nice Here you go I was like sick deal start with that and i was hooked but i never really got got right in got right into it until uh more recently when it's like well I, my brother's been into it for a while and mm-hmm. so i was like oh i've got someone i can play with and he was like well my buddy's selling his ak and i was like sick i love ak's by the way yeah so not so since well last september i've, I've been into it got like a full full kit pretty much mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah, perfect all right. all right and then that leads us to that uh our next one there is why the ak and what ak do you <laughs> uh the ak because well simply I, I love the aesthetic of it i think mm-hmm. it's just sick looking gun it's not really plain like kind of, yeah not really plain jane looking like an air can be um <laughs> and also it's like really the only yeah it's the only way i can legally own an ak in canada because i am firearms owner and firearms enthusiast so yeah and otherwise my ak is an ak-74 by uh uh right rifle dynamics out of las vegas and yeah it's beautiful nice Okay, awesome. All right, and then uh, that leads us to our last one there for you. Is airsoft a hobby, or do you line up as a sport? Uh, I, for for me, me personally, it's definitely a hobby. It's definitely something I do for fun. It's also, but to me, also, it's something I can also train my fi- firearms use, like firearm mechanics, in in a fast, like more fast paced environment compared to sitting in a shooting shooting lane at a range much cheaper i know i feel like a lot of us here that do have a lot of firearms experience with real steel and stuff can agree on that factor and then also have the appreciation of you know yeah. what it is to play with yeah. toy guns but yeah, I, you know I've, that being said yeah yeah like i've like last two times i've gone to panther it's been a blast and yeah i just love to use my ak it's like it's yeah, I guess we can get into that later, but yeah. Otherwise, I can definitely see how people would use, like from what I've watched on YouTube. Definitely see how people can call call it a sport. Um, but yeah, it's definitely another one of my hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> now, one of your many know. hobbies, I hope. Yeah, yeah, of course. I feel like we all have very many expensive hobbies. All right, oh, yeah. uh, that leads us to our third guest, and thanks for being on here, Morris. Okay, uh, Morris, I can see your name. Others can't. Okay. Morris, who are you? How long have you been playing Airsoft? Uh, obviously, Morris is my name has been said before. Uh, this is going on my fourth year now, actually. When oh. rounds around this summer is going to be about my fourth year. 
uh, I I got into it when I asked on local towns because I'm actually in Vancouver right now. I come down to Panther though. I try at least once a year with um, a bunch of my buddies. Well, actually, yes. You know what? Let's, let's take a second to highlight that. So I understand that you are a member of our community, but you are from outside. Uh, what is it? You're up in uh, Cologne? In Cologne, yeah. Cologne. Oh, wow. five, okay. About five so, hours out. Hey, you know, always appreciate the uh, the guys coming down from up there and stuff like that. I know I've had a experience playing with you guys uh, when you guys are in town. And then I've also had experience playing with you guys up at the uh, at the Sims and stuff. Always a great community when we all come together. So always appreciate you appreciate you taking the time to come on and appreciate you being you know part of the discord as well and stuff like that uh you know you're um again yeah we're all controversial at times uh sometimes i think you've definitely ruffled some feathers there the last uh the last few days but uh you know uh here's crossing fingers that uh, yeah i'm trying to be better it's okay, okay man i understand you know and understand also for others you know, sometimes people can misinterpret things because yeah. tone, tone is hard under text. And it is. So this is not just for you. And this is just a PSA for other people, too, because, you know, trolling or sarcasm does not play through the way you think it does when you type it out. So that's just that's just for everybody. Right. So that'll save everybody, hopefully, in the future. Um, but yeah, so Morris, thanks for being on here. Uh, but yeah, exactly. You're an AK fan. I know you've definitely uh, talked a lot about your AK and what you've done to it and stuff. So why the AK and what AK do you have? Well, the reason for the AK is it actually leads back to when I first started getting into first person shooters, as I'm sure a lot of the timeline for a lot of airtelters is, is they play a first person shooter they want hey i want that in my hands yep. so a lot of it was modern warfare 2 and black ops 1 with that nice cyclic rate of the ak's nice nice, nice. oh man when you prestige the first time you get a little the gold skin <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, that fire rate has always just drawn me towards the ak uh, platform slow and steady high damage okay. and then Especially. My AK right now that I'm working on, it's not fully complete, is a highly customized GHK. Oh, nice. Right, yeah, I have seen that you've been posting uh, tidbits on that, that you have been uh, that you've been building that. So that's a good little project for you and stuff, and hopefully you can get that done in a timely manner to be able to appreciate that. hope so. It's been... <laughs> It's been a headache. Uh, uh, <laughs> Any time you're trying to build a gas rifle in Canada, yeah, you can imagine that. Uh, that can't spare be. receiver set here now that I'm not using anymore. Yeah. Okay, so that leads us to our last one. There uh, is airsoft a hobby or a sport? Where do you fall into that category? It's it's kind of half and half between a hobby and a sport. I I enjoy the sport part, but. Airsoft is also half of it is just the collection aspect of it for me. I like making unique builds, mm-hmm. which takes longer, but I also like the sport. I guess maybe sport's not the right word, but the learning new things. I like okay. learning. Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. The diversity of it and everything like that, and especially always, there's always something that you can learn when it comes to airsoft. Uh, I mean, God, I, here I am like almost five years in and, you know, five, oh my, oh my God, I lost track of time. I don't even know where I'm at anymore. Um, <laughs> boy, I don't I can't imagine how you feel. <laughs> it feels like eons ago, dude. <laughs> eons ago, right? Walking dead airsoft. What did mm-hmm. I say? Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, everyone brings a different uh different aspect to the game and um you know we always ask people that question and stuff like that because um 
you know, everyone brings a different level of physicality to it, to, you know, so I think a lot of us fall into like that center fold where it's like, ah, oh, you know, I, I play it as a hobby, but then, you know, there's some of those games, some of those moments where it's like, you know, I'm going to sprint to that objective oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm wearing a lot of stuff like, you know, and I haven't ran in a while. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're not even the sprinter type, cause you don't have to be. Look at your step counter. How many steps have you taken today? You know, like if you're only mm-hmm. averaging something like 5,000, 10,000 steps and all of a sudden you've got like 20,000, 30,000 steps on that step counter from, you know, from that day, like, you know, that's good. That's that that's more than good. Yeah, that's you can definitely count that as a sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but OK, so appreciate you guys being on here we're definitely going to dive in and pick more of your guys's brains and pick your particular builds what you guys own particularly because myself i don't have my ak here it's hanging in the back of the shop but uh mine's just a simple aeg uh i love it um i go out there anytime uh we need to you know play op for do some kind of character uh if you guys saw me in the last uh sim uh we were civilians so we didn't have guns but uh i was bringing it up that i allegedly uh, allegedly <laughs> <laughs> There's multiple characters. but okay guys we're gonna sit back we're gonna let poi dive in to basically the history of the ak variant all right uh before i start um i would like to also jump in on you know what AKs do I have? Oh, um, yes. I have, I have. I'm sorry, boy. I have quite a few. I'm actually, sorry. who are you, and, <laughs> and 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 why do you have an AK? No introductions needed. <laughs> um, so actually, like, how many I, do you have? You have I, like six. I think I have six in the container right now. Right? And yeah. Uh, yeah, they're variants basically of 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 the AK. Um, Let's start off with, I started off with an LCT, the classic 74, AK-74 Woodstock. Um, I got it used, like I always get my airsoft guns used. I like the aesthetics that the previous person I've put in because it has a lot of wear marks on it. Um, You know, I I just don't like looking at a new airsoft gun and be like, it's too new. I need to scratch it up. I need need to throw throw it it in there. Throw it on the ground. So I got, got, yeah, I I literally got this with dents, with with wear marks, with, you know, the wood having scratches on it. So that's the look I wanted. So I got it. Uh, Pretty good price, too. A good friend of mine sold it to me. Um, Yeah, and I haven't opened a gearbox since at all um since since purchase and he hasn't done anything to it it's all default um lct parts and um yeah tried and true to its name i have also another lct that is uh, ak-74 but in black flavor (laughs) um i just got that out of a whim because someone was selling it for cheap and i'm like you know what i'll buy it i'm just gonna eat some noodles you know this week or something i bought that same thing ak-74 with just the nicer polymer polymer wood stock up not wood stock polymer stock polymer um handguard with the rails on it of course you know being an ak purist uh, you know that meme where they go no ak is fine that's literally me like right there like someone gives me uh, an attachment or or like a little like uh here Uh, irons irons yeah irons all the way yeah um yeah so that's that's my collection of um like lct and then i got a whole bunch of stuff like a sema that's in there there's also the you know that one where it's like you a really the G, you have the ghk oh no I, was, I wasn't even getting into that yet i, oh, I, I have that aeg these that's are just like, aegs these yeah are just AEGs. i have that aeg where it's like it has uh mikhail kalishnikov's um like face on it and um i don't know it's like from walmart or something. i don't even know where it's from 
it just showed up in my container and I'm like, what the hell is this? It's well, got you are the, the, meme the, team. the literally the the hand grip and the the pistol grip is made out of wood and I'm like so confused and I'm like, what is this? And uh it fires like crap. So <laughs> So it's I, just I, a wall gun. It's, it's just it, a wall yeah, gun. it's just it's just a loner that I that I hand out and yeah and that and then of course going to the gas blowbacks I have the GHK of course um two of them three of them I don't remember I think you have um, three yeah so so there's three of them one is yeah. the classic again seventy four with the wood and every wood wood stock you got the yeah that yeah. wood hand yeah. guard one we used in the movie remember yeah yeah and yeah. then I got the AKS seventy four U which is the shorty version of it yep um the carbine version or whatever you want to call it um with the fold stock and there's another one there um it's not really an ak because it doesn't come from like you know, the, the variants of the ak but it is russian uh the svd is basically what i have um the, it's the Wii. it's the Wii svd it kicks like a horse it's huge and then uh the next one is um the Wii pmc ak which is kind of a weird addition because now i have stagnated like different mags to it so um, yeah, I mean, it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Not typical Wii, but, you know, it's one of my, pro not project guns, but, like, one of my guns that I just gotta figure out how it works because it's, like, somewhat new to me. So that's that's my AK collection. And then a whole bunch of people have other AKs in the container, but I, I don't touch them. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my AK collection uh, right there. I didn't think that I would be an actual AK fan until I actually got one. After getting one, then I was like, okay, uh, this actually is a very nice gun you know we'll get into the ergonomics of things later um but yeah for me yeah I, I guess you could say i'm a fan because after using it i pretty much got a whole bunch of them afterwards after first using it so you know moving from ar to ak i guess that's that's a natural progression for a lot of airsofters honestly um but for you guys i'm sure you started with an ak and then moved on from there <laughs> all right so let's uh Enough of that. Um, let's go through the history portion here to understand the background of, you know, the Kalashnikov or the Krink, um, as a lot of people call it. Um, this is going to be a homage to literally um, Mikhail Kalashnikov because that is his name. That is his pride and joy. That is this is what he worked on, um, and this is his history. Um, so, AK, possibly the most iconic, um, I iconic weapon of all. All time out there, you know, you can tell an AK by just looking at its silhouette um, with the, you know, the curved magazine um, that's based. The magazine's curved because it's based out of the ammunition that it uses. Um, you know, it's got a little bit of a taper to it. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a weapon of choice for for a revolution, uh, the base rifle of any rebellion and insurgency um, around the world. Um, it's been it's been synonymous for being, you know, the bad guy weapon, as we've been calling it, you know, from the West. But I'm sure if you're on the other side, it's, you know, the AR is the bad guy weapon, you know, for them. Um, you know, but this is coming from our side of view, like our, our point of view. So um, that's how we see it. Um, it's been more than, you know, it's been more than 75 years since it first uh, appeared, you know, AK-47, 1947. Um, and it shows no sign of stopping. It's, you know, we're, we're up to like the ak Twelve and in the AK two hundred series now, and um, yeah, it just keeps going. Um, yeah, so here we go. The origin of how it all started. So it all started in the Soviet Union right after World War II. Um, a tanker named Mikhail Kalashnikov was wounded in the combat. Wounded in combat in nineteen forty one in the Battle of. Uh, now I'm going to try and pronounce this. Battle of Bri 
Bryansk. Yeah, Bryansk. Yeah. Uh, At least for us English people. Yeah, so while he was in the hospital, he overheard a lot of his comrades um, complaining about um, the current Soviet Union rifle selections, which had a lot of reliability and jamming issues. So that, that really sort of burnt into his mind saying, you know, reliability, jamming, right? What can I do? So after being um, this discharged from the hospital, he vowed to work on, you know, the drawbacks of the current standard infantry weapons that, you know, that the Soviet Union has. Uh, he constructed a new rifle design for the Soviet Army um, with, with a soldier-focused approach on small arms design, usability, simplicity, and reliability. Those are big key words when we're talking about AKs is, you know, usability, simplicity, and reliability. Um, those are those are some big key words. Those that, last two. Those yeah, last they two they sure. they have lasted this long, and it's it's proven time and time again that that is what the AK is is very well much known for. Um, we'll get into some of the myths when it comes to you know, some of the video game aspects of it because uh, sometimes it's horribly inaccurate. So in 1942, he designed a prototype SMG. Um, it was accepted into service by the Soviet Union. Uh, it wasn't accepted in. Uh, sorry, it wasn't accepted in, into service by the Soviet Army, but his talent as a designer was noticed. So this, he started off with that SMG design. It was noticed that, you know, he could actually do stuff. Um, he was then assigned to D. Now, this is going to be a word full um, when I look this up. Um, so he was assigned after that. He was assigned to the, here we go, Central Scientific Development Firing Range for Rifle Firearms of the Chief Artillery Doctorate of the Red Army. <gasps> Holy crap. <coughs> So that was his one that, take. That, yeah. Hold on. Let me do that again. <laughs> yeah. Say it one more time. No. Please no. I want you to say it fast. Okay. Here we go. Central Scientific Development Firing Range of the Rifle Firearms of the Chief Artillery Doctorate of the Red Army. I, I can't hold that last breath, guys. I'm sorry. Um, so he was assigned there to work on countless prototypes, uh, research, and improvements. Um, yeah. But. Like, before he got into the AK-47, he worked on a bunch of little small designs here and there and improvements for the, the recent, like, Russia is just, like, littered with so many, like, prototype rifles at the time that, like, you could have an entire book on just what they had back then. And there there is a lot of them. And a lot of video games have actually put them out there and, you know, um, rendered them and, and used them in their video games. So... <clears throat> We're not going to go through the different prototypes that he's done and as well as uh, different uh, sort of designs that he's done. We're going to go through, you know, what, you know, how, like, how he got to the AK-47. So the influence for the AK was from the German Sturmgewehr. I don't know if I'm saying that product properly. I know a lot of people say Sturmgewehr, uh, 44, which was a... Uh, STG-44. Yes, I wanted to say it properly, but sure. STG-44 was a major influence in Mikhail Kalishnikov's design. It is said that um, when he was captured, um, one of the soldiers was using that weapon um, when he was captured um, in battle. Um, but I really did not find or see any sort of a valid um, or sort of correct uh, like sources for that. For that so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's just a myth. But hey, I mean it's 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 a great way to like you know tell the story of Mikhail Kalishnikov. You know, uh, STG44. He sees it. He's like, I want that. Um, you know, they, the Germans are are you know are are not the Germans. The Soviets, are, you know, they they take influences from everywhere in the world to you know to develop their own sort of uh 
sort of a project guns that they had at that time. Uh, its form factor, mid-power cartridge, gas system design was heavily influenced by the design of his prototype. Um, I'm gonna note down the um, the gas power system. Uh, the gas system that they had is similar to the AK, like uh, the AK is similar to the uh, STG44, um, almost a direct copy. But hey, I mean, doesn't matter. It also shares a lot in common with the M1 Garand. Oh yes, that is true. Yes, yeah, I've yeah. actually seen that and yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, the RPD um, was produced in 1944. Uh, it provided the cartridge design for Mikhail Kalashnikov. Um, so using the new 762 by 39 um, N43, he built he built it around a cartridge, um, and. Mikhail Kalashnikov completed the design in 1947 to, and demonstrated it to the Soviet Red Army and outperformed all the competition. I, what I want to know is what was the other competition that he had at that time? Um, I didn't really do a lot of research into that, but I'm sure it wasn't the tight race because, I mean, the AK is far superior than a lot of guns right now. Um, it It was quickly adopted by the... By the Soviet Army and as well as all the War Pack, uh, uh, Warsaw War, uh, Warsaw Pack members as well. Um, it was provided. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> it, so the AK is basically uh, the AK forty seven was manufactured by Ismash. Is Ash? That's the company. Um, and the initial manufacturing um, saw issues that slowed it down. Um, in its development, um, but was fixed by 1959 um, with the new version introduced, uh, designated as the AKM, which is um, what we know um, as the the oldest AKs today. Is the mm -hmm. AKMs? They don't have an actual AK-47 now because uh, you know it was replaced by a mil you know it, it replaced a milled receiver with a stamped steel one, which is much easier to make and produce, and it's lighter. I think it's like a I think it's like a kilogram lighter because of because of that alone. The muzzle brake was also introduced to 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 sort of control the recoil that it has on full auto, and it you know improvements in accuracy of the automatic fire. Um, so there isn't really a lot of AK forty seven like original designs anymore. Um, some countries have them um, because that's how they make it still. But the stamped steel design was actually much easier to make, so a lot of the AKs around the world are more AKMs at this point. Mm -hmm. um, the 47 designation is basically how everybody says, and we'll go to the pop culture as well. Into you know, like like you see you see a silhouette of a gun, everyone's like AK 47. You see a silhouette of an RPG, uh, automatic AK 47 for some reason. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Anyways, that's that's how it goes. So there's been lots of variants of the design after the AKM, um, the AKS, which is the folding stock, AKS or AKMS, which is the, for airborne troops, uh, RPK, um, which is basically the long barreled with the uh, bipods on it, which is the light machine gun, and uh, there's many more um, AK patterns from different countries as well, manufacturing it. Um, you, know, you can get the Czechs, you can get the Polish, um, all of those, uh, the Chinese Type 56. Um, they yeah. Like, yeah, classic, uh, classic AK look, but different manufacturer, but still the same thing. AK forty seven for some reason. Um, so the smaller caliber AK seventy four was, of course, made in nineteen seventy four. It fires a lighter uh, five four five by thirty nine millimeter M seventy four, which has a greater wounding capacity 
than its older round, um, the 7.62 by 39, uh, because the 7.62-39 will over-penetrate the target, so it'll basically just pass through. Uh, with the 5.45 by 39, it'll basically yaw as it enters the wound, or it'll basically mushroom, or hit something and then bounce around. Yeah, so that's a lot of damage. It'll murk you. Yeah, so quickly the AK-74 was replaced... Or sorry, the AK the AKM was quickly replaced by the AK seventy four very quickly. Um, you know, like AKMs are are beautiful, and you know, nineteen seventy four that's like you know from nineteen from nineteen sixty that's a long time for it to still be in service at that point. And uh, in such a wide service history, availability and reliability, it's very popular weapon throughout the entire world. Um, roughly about a hundred million. 100 million AK variants was produced, which makes it, which makes up for about 20% of the world's weapon around the world. I mean, that's like, oh, damn. that's, that's a lot. Like, what is that? Like one fifth of, of the world runs an AK. I mean, a hundred, well, I mean, a hundred yeah. million is a lot. AR is America's weapon. Right. Yeah. That's that, that's what I mean. Like, you know, but it's that's, an American luxury. That's a step stool compared to world. 100 million though. Yeah, like the rest of the world is like, yeah, just... Yeah. yeah, so in essence, like with that kind of popularity and we were talking about it's the it's it's the arms of any rebellion, insurgency, or um, or uh, like like counters, or not insurgency, like rebellion, insurgency. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it has such a huge impact around the world that some countries adopted it in their flag design. Um, countries like East Timor, Zimbabwe, uh, really? Burkina Faso, uh, Mozambique. Um, yeah, of if, course. If, if you literally look at their flag, right, it will literally have an AK on it. And, of course, the hammer and sickle, right, because of its influence. Yeah. There you go. You so after... Now, here's the big one. After the fall of the Soviet Union, Russia became you know, Russian Federation, what it is today. Um, Ismash pushed... Or a spiritual successor for the AK-74 variant. So this is right up in the 90s after they reformed. And the AK-101 and the 102 series was introduced back in 1995. It uses a 5.45 by 45 NATO round. So in essence, they were, I think it was Boris Yeltsin at that time who was in power. And they were trying to basically jump into the NATO bandwagon and alliance ship because of, you know... Like, Soviet Russia has fallen. What do we do? Well, I guess we'll ally to... We're not your enemy anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that could be... I don't want to get into politics. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, AK-101, 102 series were introduced. And that's basically... It's it's base, It's almost the same thing as a 74 with a little bit of variance here and there in the ergonomic section of it. But as far as ammunition goes, it's using the NATO rounds at this point. A few years later, 2001, the AK-103 and 104 was released uh, to use the original 762x39M43 cartridge. Um, so they, I guess they, they love that ammunition so much that they want to reintroduce it back. It was mostly for export, as far as I'm uh, aware, for countries yep. that still had stockpiles yep. of the old ammo. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes that's a lot a, of sense. Well, that's a cash decision right there. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they they needed to they needed to make money somehow after the fall yeah, of the we, Soviet we, Union. We, so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, after that, the AK-105 was released in 2001 as well, and it was using, 
you know, it's a more updated version of the AK-74. It uses the same ammunition as the AK-74 was before. 5.45 by 39 M74 rounds. Um, so the AK-100, these are, these are designated as AK-100 series. Push to modernization of the platform for the future. You know, variable adjusted sights, rail attachments, lighter polymer magazines, lighter polymer everything, collapsible stock. Uh, bayonet lugs, uh, grenade, the the different grenade launchers that they wanted, um, yeah, you name it. It's it was basically like 20 years ago. That's they wanted to modernize the AK a little bit more than the 74, you know, with the wood stock. Um, so lastly, in the history portion here, um, the AK-12 was the last design that Mikhail Kalashnikov worked on before passing away on December 23rd, 2013. So I remember that day. And he left literally a lasting legacy that changed the entire world. And to this date, everyone still uses a lot of the old AKM designs, 74. Um, yeah, it just goes on from there. Uh, revolutions have happened. You know, countries have fallen. Countries have risen because of Governments it. Governments have been toppled. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there's no other firearm design that it that is as prolific as this. And... You know, we could keep talking more about the history, but, you know, that is the basics, the basis of how, you know, where we are today and when it comes to the AK um, variants, the AK designs, you know, the history of how it started. Um, a beautiful history. Yeah, and, and, um, and there's a lot more to it. Yeah. Right? You know, that's just us giving a brief overview. Thank you so much for all that. Yeah, work. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And um, and so this will tie into into what I'll lead into here, which is the pop culture aspect of the AK. Um, you know, so the AK is so well known that regardless of what variant that Poi has just beautifully listed there, guys, uh, they're always named an AK-47. Okay. AK, AK, yeah. AK, AK, AK forty seven, forty seven. That's that's literally AK what AK forty seven. It's an AK AK forty seven. It's just how the media sort of perceives any AK forty seven, any bad guy gun at like, that point. Exactly, you could be holding a wallet and it's a fucking AK. Um, but yeah, so like the AR fifteen design by Eugene Stoner, which was adopted by NATO and Western allies, the AK was adopted by the Warsaw pa uh, Warsaw Pact allies, which opposes the West. Uh, both saw prominent use in the Cold War, and the AK has become a symbol for defiance, you know, uh, and for those who might oppose Western democracies or even their own democracy, you know, um, you know, and it has become the default bad guy gun. Um, and then, uh, so with video game depictions of AKs uh, is sometimes not as accurate, um, you know, uh, whether it is because it is used by untrained or not so professional soldiers in the third world countries uh, using the AK with long bursts of full auto and fire at enemies' general directions. Um, you know, video games depict the AK as inaccurate, and, uh, as uncontrollable, uh, you know, which is, you know, not always. Spray and, spray and, pray. Uh, yeah, it's spray like it, and pray tactics. Exactly. In yeah. real life, it has a lot more of a good accuracy. It can hit targets within its range. Yeah. With, uh, with um, might I add, with a trained soldier or person they can use it properly yeah it it it, it is very effective what's an effective round yeah you shoot yeah. 762 by 39 man that's got more punch than 556 like <laughs> oh my god yeah exactly like and that's just, oh, so for people who don't understand <laughs> that right like it's it but pinpoint accuracy right like you know so it it, it comes down to a whole nother subject on uh, so many nuances on that point point i were so worried that everyone was going to be all like arguing about that too because they're gonna be like an m4 is a more better rifle it's like yeah 
but that's the with the right apples. hands. Yes, it's like it's apples and oranges, bro. Yeah. We're not talking about apples to oranges right now. We're talking apples to golden apples. Okay, like you know, like, <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, where did I leave off? Another uh, depiction. Yeah. Right. So another depiction that is inaccurate is the reliability and the malfunctions uh, in video games. Uh, they depict it as a junk rifle. Uh, in reality, uh, the design is uh, pretty simple. It's reliable. It's easy to use. And a lot of loose tolerances and errors still allow it to function and work. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where they might call it a junk rifle, but uh, a lot of times it's a junk yard rifle because you can salvage so many different parts from different AKs and stuff like that. And and I remember reading once and learning that honestly, that was like the Soviets kind of doctrine on that, where it was not so much that they could fix the AR or, or fix the AK like an AR would and stuff. It was more along the lines of, hey, we have a hundred broken AKs. Why don't we take all the parts that we need from the AKs and make a good gun you know, opposed to making sure that that gun is good, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's reliability speaks for itself. I mean, it's been it's 75 years. Boys. It's 75 years worth of AKs, and, you know, it's still around to date, and the design hasn't changed much, right? Exactly. Lots of donor parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, right? And I mean, yeah. like, yeah, like, because that's the thing. I remember reading about, like, soldiers in Afghanistan and stuff like that, and they were coming across AKs that had not been like seen the light of day since like you know like the afghan invasion of the soviet union you know and it's like like those are like mujahideen like ak's like you know like those are like still horrific. work and they still work oh yeah exactly. they function mm-hmm. because that's what they made made to do exactly what they do speaking of makes and models that leads us into exactly where we fall off and where we can start to lead you guys into guys the airsoft industry and when it comes to ak's who's got them what are they good for and what do they go through so short list that we've compiled here poi and i and then we're going to get your guys's thoughts on them okay all right um, let's start off with the grandfather of all airsoft companies oh, poi yes please I, I think you already know this pokemaru tm great selection of ak variants um, from the 74, they actually have a 74, AKM, 74, um, the 74 series, AKS-74U, the AKS-74N, AK-102, 74MN, AKS-74, AK-Storm, which is like the black and like the white rifle that they, uh, white AK that they have. And then, of course, um, with the Z system involved, we were just talking about the, uh, the uh, MWS series, um, the new AKM GBB. Yeah. That is actually a very good way to start off their series line with just the default grandfather of them all, AKM GBB. Because, right, if you want to start off the series, you start off with the original, with the classic, right? With, you know, like no no attachments whatsoever. Just, just you know, yet AK is fine. Well, right? honestly, and if TM has any brain in the, the way that they're doing this right now because of the way they built up the MWS yes. system, and if they build off the AKM platform and you start getting like the different guards, variants, yeah. Oh my god, it could be so good. It's so good. Because I had my guys, I don't know if you had a chance yet, but I had a chance to uh field. I didn't get to play with it, but I did get to dump a couple of uh, mags with the AK, the TMAKM. A friend that uh, brought it uh, had just purchased it and everything, and it's a beautiful gun. 
Beautiful yeah, guy. Just like the MWS, yeah. um, they, they they did everything right. They did their research, and yeah. it, it's been a long R&D process for them. Yeah. Um, next up to that would be LCT. Uh, ooh, yep. And uh, they have some of the best quality and largest selection of AK variants out there. Um, their LCK series and their Z series. You know, this there. I looked at their catalog. It was huge. Like there was at least fifty of them, and then with different variations from from each one of those as well. So, yeah, look look them up. Um, I have a few of them. Uh, do you guys have a few of them as well? Um, when it comes to LCT, no. Used to. Yep. Used to. Okay. So my RPK is an LCT. So <laughs> I got that. Yeah. Well, that is my next, or it's either ENL or LCT. Tac wants me to get e- e- LCT just because he doesn't want to carry an ENL gun. Ah, he's smart. Russell, <laughs> I haven't actually heard of any of these brands, so. <laughs> okay. Well, well, this, no, welcome. This is, perfect. <laughs> this is perfect for you. All right. Um. Yeah. So G and G is the next one on the list. Sarah, uh, they have a few selection of AK variants. Of course, we added G and G here because um, they have their RK and GK series lines. Um, it's more of um, I think like making it look like the Zenco kitted out sort of AK that they have. Um, so they wanted to just jump in there and be like, "Hey, here's a here's a ready to go AK that has you know balls to the wall, like all the accessories that you need to." You know, you don't have to purchase extra. So that's what G&G has. Um, yeah, well, they made a, it's it's like a, they made a Milsim one, didn't they? Uh, it, it's, it's, that, basically tri- it it's basically, it's basically tricked out, like, to, like, everything you need. Like, um, yeah. if, if you were to upgrade it, like, by yourself, although it's not basic. If if you're sort of a person who wants the real like Zenko parts, then you know you you would want to go the route of getting the real Zenko parts. But you these guys, G. these guys basically yeah. just made a copy of what what you know what what the rendition should look like. Well, like, and that and that's okay, right? So yeah. that's okay because I will always give people like the benefit of the doubt and stuff like that, guys. If it looks from looks good from you know, far, yeah, ten feet away. I don't give a shit. Yeah. If I come up and see that that says real Zenko on there and stuff like that, I'm giving you a high five. I'm gonna give you. There, yeah. there you go. But hey, I mean, it. it at the end people's of the day, people's it only, personal decision yeah, and as well exactly. as the money, right? Well, like, I'm never gonna shit on other people for it, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's your own ego, and then it's about the other people that know. <laughs> yep. Because, you know, you know. Yeah, ex- yeah. There we go. I was just about to say because if you know, you know, and if you don't know. Now you know. <laughs> so another one that came up on the list here, which I also own, is a SEMA. Um, yeah, yep, me too. Yep. Honestly, they're kind of hit and miss when it comes to quality. But hey, I mean, they 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 shoot hot right off the bat, so you just got to adjust it a bit. But other than that, they, they're they okay in my books when it comes to using it because like SEMA, ENL, LCT, they all share the same magazines, which is yeah. actually beautiful. Uh if someone can correct me on that, that'll be great because I have a SEMA and an LCT that fits my magazines, and then I test it out with someone's ENL, and they all fit as well. So yeah, if you want to correct me yeah, on that, that'll be great. I've got SEMA mags and LCT mags, and they they fit in each other. Ah, the thank SEMAs you. Are, Validated. SEMAs are quite as nice feeling as the LCTs, but yeah, yeah. Experience. I mean, but <laughs> hey, hey, hey SEMA yeah. mags. What is it like fifteen dollars or something? Like you get yeah, as I mean, cheap as want, like that. But, yeah, yeah. I wasn't I just a fan a of the LCT of mags. Uh, back when I had my LCT, the, the little like hook that actually hooks into the mag yep. always snapped yep. on the LCT mags. Oh, oh really? 
but did you ever have any issues with the feed lips? Because I've always heard that that's one of the main issues with AKs, just because a lot of people always try and do the uh, the speed or like the tack reload and everything, right? So because yeah, because you're always constantly like hitting that, where opposed to like you know like an M4 style magazine where you don't have exactly the uh, is it a lip or is it a hook? I I don't even know. It's more of a lip. It's, lip, yeah. it's more of a lip, right? Yeah. So if you were to break that, it won't seat, right? Yeah, and no, it'll fall out. That's yeah. what killed my yeah. LCT. You're basically like, if you see someone holding their AK mag like that, because they know for a fact that the <laughs> lip's broken <laughs> and they're, they're down to their last mag. The <laughs> <laughs> last. But um, I, th- I think I think we all understand that 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 little lip right there is our bane of our existence. Because once it breaks off, you're yeah. Like, well, I'm down no mags at this point, and you know that lip just really wow. So that really takes the whole mag com- completely yeah. out of capacity yeah. and everything like that. Wow, I, okay, I think not... I think companies just need to reinforce that front lip so that it holds the magazine in, right? Because that's you know in real case that that holds it in. That's 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 the one that holds it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you have any sort of weight or any kind of like sideways force on that, that's gonna snap anyway. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> there's the L- LCT did put a uh, metal. There you go on the yeah. drum because. It, it's it so it's heavy. heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. How it's two thousand BBs. How much is that when Holy. it's loaded? <sighs> I Maybe honestly just probably like a good couple pounds. Yeah, it's got a good weight to it. Uh, the other thing too is finding a pouch that it fits in. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's when, dunk know, pouch is the way to go. Field, yeah, basically, <laughs> come off the field, you got to throw it somewhere. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's either a dump pouch or some kind of GP pouch or something like that. I have a gas mask. Pouch, <laughs> they they <but>. do sell <laughs> RPK pouches on Gray yeah. Shop, I believe. I have one of those. Uh, it's incredibly tight. It, mm. Really? It, Even I, though it's I, like made for it, eh? Yeah. Um, I got it. It's in a bag over there. Anyways, it's <laughs> it's uh, it, it just it's too tight. It's too hard to get it in and out. It can be done, but you're spending like probably like two minutes trying to pull it out of just a pouch. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. So it's just like get a a PKM mag pouch or something bigger. Yeah, that's just yeah. a big box oh, and just okay. dump yeah, it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something that at least you have like, and then some kind of. Yeah, because right? the problem yeah. is, is it's rounded to fit the drum, so it just it's too tight. Oh, so, <laughs> oh, so it is like fitted for the. Yeah, it's uh, fitted. Yeah, and it's just it's too tight. Okay, so makes I sense. even I even tried stretching it. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. SEMA. Also a huge selection as well when it comes well, to AK variants. Um, yeah. About thirty-one in their catalog right now. Mm-hmm. And then E and L. That was the one that I was mentioning there. Yep. So they are heavy uh you they, know, the quality are, is at par with lct or something's greater say, they yeah. uh so they i have been impressed with some enl builds um you know that being said they also have quite a list of uh variants to choose from too from their akm ak74n you know the 104 74 un 74 n oh my god you know it goes down the list various models with attachments you know exactly yeah you know you got a list of over 20 to choose from yeah, and um, that's uh, now oh, we're moving into the, the gas. new ones here. Yeah, so Poi, you showed me these two new guys. Who are they? And um, are so uh, before we move on to that, we we still haven't gone over like GHK. Oh, sorry, because they were up. They weren't companies, right? Yes. Or no, yes. sorry, they're not manufacturers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys are um, like, are you talking about like Hephaestus? Hephaestus, and as well as Arcutus. They they basically take and modify um already Listen. out there in the market. Okay, so they're aftermarket. Okay. Yeah. Arcturus does make their own guns. Uh yeah. Oh they do. Oh they do. Okay. Yeah, as far as I'm aware. 
they okay. make uh, and they come with their own like knockoff SLR furniture, which looks <laughs> okay, very nice. Okay, yeah, so I, they do a good job even for for yeah. something that they're trying themselves. So that's good. Yeah. So and then, yeah, they, sorry, get yeah. to me. Tell tell me the gas, Daddy. Tell me the gas. So GHK is a big one, of course. Everybody knows GHK for one thing and one thing only. It's basically AKs at that point. Gas blowback AKs. Uh, they got the largest selection of gas AKs. Like they're unmatched at this point. Um, hopefully. You know, um, with the new AKM GBB from TM, um, they're still holding their spot true um, with the GHK there. But like that new AKM from TM is basically like blowing them out of the water because of how MWS was back then when they first released for the AR series. Now they're doing the same thing with the AKM and it's genius for them. But I mean, as a GHK owner myself... Right, the kick on it is probably the best feeling you can get out of it when it comes to gas blowback. Um, I don't know. Like, what's your guys' opinions on GHK? Is it overrated or is it good or is it... because for me it, I I own like three GHKs and yeah, they they all have that same feeling. Like when you first shoot it, you like you fall in love with it because the recoil is so good, and you could even upgrade it to even have a bigger kick. I mean, I, I love my GHK mm. to pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, literally. literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but that's because as far as I know, at least I got it used to begin with. Yep. It is a 2018 make. But kind of the more recent ones, especially through COVID, is kind of strange GHK a little bit, it seems. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. the quality control isn't really there anymore. Mm. Okay, so you have been finding just a little bit of hiccups every now and then and stuff. A, a little bit. Um, okay. You'll, you'll see. Air you'll quotes. see in some in some groups, people will get their AKs, and the front trunnion will be drilled in on an angle, mm. like your barrel is just straight up angled right from the factory. The gun's useless. Still okay. shoots or no? No. Like, oh it, damn. It, like oh, you said gun, useless. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's useless. Yeah, okay. That's not good. Which, which yeah. is a shame. Which is a shame. Yeah, I mean, GHK is well known for having the best gas blowback AK. Well, I mean, and hey, out of, out of hundreds of builds, I'm sure we get some lemons out there. Hopefully their customer service isn't bad and you're able to kind of rectify that. Because, yeah, especially if it's a factory defect or something like that, I yeah. don't think uh, yeah. they're going to try I it. I mean, with, like, with this new a- AKM from TM coming out, I hope that, you know, push, yeah. yeah, I hope yeah. I hope there's a little bit of, a, you know, fire underneath their butt saying, hey, we, we need to tighten our uh, quality control because, you know, TM's around the do, block. We need to do something. Yeah. TM's going to come out with some kind of like, hey, here's a Zeneco handguard that you can put on your AKM. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's that's how it goes. Um, yeah. Like, that's how competition goes. And hopefully that, you know, that that just lights, you know, something yeah. up there. But we and, can hope. Yeah, we could hope. Exactly. Um, another one that has uh, uh, gas blowbacks that has um, sort of uh, uh, AK variants here is a Wii. I, I have one. True. I yeah. have one as well. Um, you know, everybody knows that Wii is the cheapest brand of all. Um, so they have their AK PMC. They have their 74 UN, which I have. They have their AKM PMC as well, and an AK 74 UNB. Um, I would love to get the wood version of their uh, AK-74, um, but it's been pretty hard to find for me, and uh, yeah, there's not a lot in Canada. So, I, I, like I said, I'm like a purist when it comes to the AK. You know, someone gives me an attachment, I'd be like, knit, gun is fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, get that, sh- get that I, thing away I, from I, me. 
I will get you to run my AK one day. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> off, off, does it does it have attachments? <laughs> then no. Oh yeah. There's one attachment you need. What it's is a it? Bayonet. Huh? Oh ah. yeah. Not this, this, uh, disclaimer. Not a lot of the field, like when it comes to the real one. But hey, I mean, it hey, looks well, cool. Okay, okay. Just just to add on to that because you added that. Okay, is there are because people are gonna be like, well, there's kids running bandits. Okay, there are some people that have already asked for permission to run a bayonet on their rifle as part of their LARP, okay? They are allowed to use it as a melee weapon. Okay, mind you guys, everything, it is a training. It's not a real a dummy one. It's a fake yeah. one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I should have, that was misleading. Was Some it? poor yeah. rentals first aid, he gets stabbed. <laughs> he gets, oh, no. He, he gets bonsaied, you know? Like, oh, yeah! Trench, Trench's game was really hot this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, uh, no, no. So, no. um... Okay, um, and then we get into the hepatitis uh, airsoft. How do you pronounce? How it? do you pronounce that again? Uh, it's Hephaestus, I believe. Hephaestus. It's, it's the Greek Hephaestus. god. Ah, okay. I and was, um, I thought you said hepatitis, but <laughs> that's what I was gonna don't say. Want, I don't want to catch that. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can actually find the pronunciation real yeah. quick. But um, they they <laughs> offer a lot more of like upgrading a GHK. Um, they're yeah. they, I think they're the only company that does um, the uh, Groza AK as well. The uh, the Bullpup uh, AK seventy four. Oh, I've seen a few of those and, for, uh, for prices that scare me. Yeah, they're pretty expensive too. <laughs> But hey, beautiful. I mean, it's you know they they have it there, and um, yeah. Did we did we miss anything? Did was there any brands that that we um, miss here? That I you guys can, can think, think of? of two. There was the semi more rare to find an actual VFC AK. Really? VFC, oh, VFC, VFC made AKs. Here's the thing: VFC made AG AKs, and a lot of the good SEMA AKs are cloned off the VFC, not the TM. Hmm. Okay. Because they take down a lot easier, as well as real sword. Makes oh yes, I forgot man, about real sword. Very but nice. but yeah. their real sword is also very, 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 very rare. Unless you had it and like 15 years ago, and you couldn't get them because because yeah. weren't they the ones that got made out of? Oil? Oh yeah, those are yeah. demilled AK receivers. Yes, those yes. Are real AK. <laughs> those are real AK. Yeah, I know. Oh you man, can't get those anymore. Unfortunately, I've oh. seen two in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, no, I knew a guy that had a real so. Uh, what boy? We know the same. Was it? It's a uh, drag. Is it a red dragon off? Right. It's yeah. A, oh my god, I'm jealous. Yeah, oh, dragon off. Very jealous. It, it, it just it just sits on his wall, and he's like, "Yeah, that can't leave the house now." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. When it comes to imitation firearms laws, I think he's breaking all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, you guys mentioned that. Um. I was. The, the list that I picked from is basically readily available catalogs. When I say readily available, I mean, like, you know, we could probably still get a used market. <laughs> but as far as, like, real sword goes, ain't Ooh. no way you're getting that new. Ain't no way you're going to find someone who's I'm willing to hunting. give it up. I'm still hunting. Let me, know, let me know if you find it. I'll, yeah. I'll bid you. <laughs> oh, Wait, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, go in together. Go in together so you can sell it to a collector for a higher yeah, price. I'm the collector. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boy, you and I will go in on this and then we'll sell it to him. 
Um, so out of all of this in the list, what do you trust? What uh, what do you guys trust the most when it comes to like trusted brands here? What is your most trusted brand here? Yeah, if you guys um, had to choose yeah. three. If someone or, wants to jump in, go or ahead. Choose two. Choose your two that you would go first and then your backup. And if you could choose again, like you know, like from if you were new, yeah. what would you go for? Yeah. If I was new to airsoft. Or if you're just recommending, with, okay. With so, the knowledge you know, that you have now, yeah, back then. Theoretical. So, you know, yeah. Young Morris comes up to you and goes, hey, man, I really like AKs and I kind of want to get an AK. Slap. Don't get one. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Run away. Get two. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have to be an LCT. Okay. okay. Any all right, day all right. of the week. Okay. Any particular reason why? Just you get the same external build quality as you would with the GHK because LCT makes the receivers and everything for GHK. Oh. You don't have to deal with the problems inherent, especially for a new player to run into gas rifle. It's yep. not great for new players. No. Um, and just the build quality is leagues above SEMA. Mm. And I don't like what GNG makes. It's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as, as a purist myself, I agree with you on that one. You know, I mean, they are going in there and making sure that, you know, something available yeah. for the new folks as well. Yeah, well, exactly. Or for the price I, range, right? Well, I mean, and I feel like they're just playing to the market. They yeah. don't really care. They're just kind of making stuff. It does sound like GNG. Yep. Yeah, which is which is fine. That's why they're rental again, guns. <laughs> they're consumer hey, market, right? All you hail know? the CM16. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, CM16 Master Race, man. Yeah. Um, so, oh, Jesse, so I know yeah. some of these uh, brands might be a relatively new to you, right? And, and they oh, might very new. not have the, the tech expertise to be able to. Um, I hope you've had... Uh, experience with some of these brands um hope you get some more um but i'm gonna just move over to scott because scott i know you have your lct um so if you scott had two choices from that list right would you choose differently would you choose the same and then what would you what would be your backup like what are your thoughts on it uh i definitely like the lct i would definitely pick that again i have no regrets getting it um I do also have a SEMA. Um, it's definitely more of a budget gun. I yeah, would say okay. if you wanted something, especially this one, uh, which, yeah, uh, it's it's not one of the newer ones. Um, so I don't really have a good kind of view on the newer ones. But if you were get, wanted an AK really bad and you wanted, you know, just starting out, and you didn't want to spend LCT prices, probably SEMA would be fine for that. So LCT and SEMA, I would say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. No. Good to know. Oh, yeah, exactly. SEMA does. That's, the SEMA does that's come apart easier. I will say. Okay, that. so it's oh. got an easier breakdown. But again, it's an older one. It's one of the plastic receiver ones. So. Oh. Ah. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. I got it for free. Oh well, <laughs> that's the winning. best. That's the best you, kind of you gun. Are winning, sir. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. okay. So this will basically take, take us into uh, the tech portion of this. And unfortunately, guys, I know, I'm sorry, you might be more better tech versed than me. Uh, I know how to work on my M4. Uh, I have never worked on uh, an AK. Uh, and tech is the field tech. So he's usually the guy that would be running this portion, but he has given us a nice kind of breakdown on what the AKs are using and stuff. So 
for starters, it uses a similar but different gearbox from an M4 variants from before. Um, you know, they use a V2 uh, gearbox AK type platforms use a V3 gearbox, right? So if anyone's ever wondering, like, you know, what the difference is in those right there, right off the version two, version three. Um, I will try and get a graphic in there for later. I mean, boy, it's okay. We weren't really kind of expecting that. And Tack really kind of let us down with the this graphic. Is all, this was, is all magic dust to yeah, me. I have he, no idea what these mean. I know. He was supposed to send us a graphic. He's like, you know, whatever. It's fine. You know, he's <laughs> sick. He's he's resting. Um, but yeah, so most parts are interchangeable from a V2 to a V3. I, uh, or, you know, for example, uh, compression parts, motors, gears. Uh, some versions of the V3 gearbox can use a V2 nozzle, but for basic purposes, you should just get a V2 three nozzle makes sense uh the trigger system is different from a v2 uh and uses a two-piece trigger or a slide bar on some cheaper models v3s are very tech friendly mm. and they have to be put together uh all in one before putting uh, uh before being put into a system to allows you to tune it easier uh, between a V2 and a V3, the V3 is more friendly to optical MOSFETs because it's easier to enclose it from the outside sources of light versus a V2 gearbox. Uh, a V3 can still be configured as a front wire or rear wire based on the platform's needs. A v, uh, V3 also uh have a few more loose parts on the gearbox versus a v2 and the v3 gearboxes did make some improvements when it came to the gearbox reinforcements although the old v3 still run into the same problems as the old v2s did in the front portion cracking from all the stress and i'm sure we've all if not i know some of you guys are the newer ones you know have cracked a gearbox it's not it's not fun mm. yeah um so, I think the motors also different. If I uh, well, so, yeah, so motors are yeah. uh, interchangeable yeah. for the most part, I believe. Right? Uh, I don't think so because I think uh, this would be an M4 motor. Mm -hmm. so you got the extra bit up here, I believe. Oh, to reach the pinion, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're shorter. I. It's been a bit, but I'm Mac, pretty sure Tack didn't put it on the notes. He didn't oh put it on the notes. Uh, I'm, I'm scanning. We're unprepared. I'm scanning. I'm scanning. Oh my god. The guests are Sorry, guys. Because <laughs> I, I, I think there's a short and a long motor. Yes. I, 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 know, I know. Shorts I are for that. AKs. Yeah. Long I do know to, that. Yeah. But does yeah. the AK pistol grip not have a motor height adjustment screw? No. Uh, no. Oh, it doesn't. No, so. The AK motor sits in a cage in the grip. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now, is this is this true? I know I've I've been looking at it with my GBB and like my LCT. Are the grips a little bit bigger on AEGs versus the gas one? Uh, yes. Okay, that's that's what I noticed because every time I hold on to my LCT one, I'm like, why is this fatter? And then I go to my GHK and I'm like, yeah, this this feels nice. It's especially, so especially if you get that nice grip angle of like a K2. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine also there is probably some that are a little closer. Obviously, the smaller AK grips, if they have to have a motor inside, are probably blown up a bit bigger than a, a more modern one where it's... Right, yeah. Like, you know, well, yeah. you have to fit a motor, so... Yeah, well, you... <laughs> no, just strap it to the side of the gun. It'll work fine, don't worry. Okay. AK's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so um, just the last little bit of notes here from our tech tech. Tech, 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 tech. We'll back more with that later. Um, 
Yeah. So from a hop up perspective, AKs are wonderful as the hop up has to be screwed down, essentially locking the system down to help with consistency. Uh, depending on the brand, taking an AK apart can be extremely easy, all the way to painstaking. <laughs> Tack, what do you want? Are you a level one or a yeah, 10 pain? A level, yeah, uh, Tack, you're just complaining here. Tack, this is your job. What are you, what, yeah, what's those, going on, Tack? Those TMAKs. Yeah, oh, any, any time, and especially if it's EBB. <sighs> yeah, the TM spec AKs are like 90% screws. Oh, okay. It, but, but, Usually they're easy. They, I feel like the teching portion here fits the similar sort of pattern as when they created the AK, which is reliability and um, yeah, like um, like reliability, simplicity, and the design is easy. So I think well, they they did the same thing for the airsoft world here. Exactly, and then well, and then speaking into it because I mean a lot of that really translate from the real steel world because I feel like that's the best comparison for it. There's a lot of real steel shooters that dabble with airsoft, right? And they are considered airsofters, but there's not a lot of airsofters that dabble with real steel. You know, so Morris, I understand that you know there was a little bit of feathers ruffled with some you know safety aspect and i want you to know just straight off the bat and everything i actually agreed with you wholeheartedly right but mm -hmm. in the eyes of everyone else and everything like that tone doesn't always get pulled through and then you yeah. know all it takes is one person to kind of especially like, in text oh god especially in text <laughs> man you, you, I, I see it to come to the field in person so i can express my opinions <laughs> hey dude it's all good man no worries honestly i mean i, I think it'd be sick to like give a tutorial on just like basic firearm safety because like the, i know just that's one thing that the amount of times that times. we have tried that jesse and oh man really? the, the fact that it's it's it, because it always leads back to the it's 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 a toy gun yeah and, and it's Fair. cringe yeah right but it's like yes and no you just it's like if you accidentally shoot shoot someone you know think, or exactly. flag someone you still have you know the, yeah because uh, i'm gonna hand someone like an airsoft gun before i hand them a real gun and yep. i'm gonna be oh, like how yeah. do you how yeah. how do you act oh did you just, yeah yeah exactly did you just point that at me well hey man we're never going to the range together now like you know <laughs> and that just yeah. sucks but we're range. playing the game we're playing <laughs> the game like uh, i was talking like uh, like while that whole conversation was going on last night, I was also talking to my buddy who's like actually in the uh, U.S. military, He's deployed over in Poland. Mm -hmm. But he and he was like, "Yeah, I, I really hate it when I like I go to the range, or like even with guys in his company platoon, whatever." He's like, "I hate it when guys are, are flagging other guys because they're we, he knows they're trained not to, and it's just so he's like, I I I appreciate I really appreciate like the." Uh, uh, move to safety and whatnot and just guys being safe even if it is just a toy because like hey even in the military we do even use paintball to train train and whatnot so it's like yeah I, I i think like it should always well, be yeah taught. exactly there's an air of a caution there and and then the fact that there are people aware of it i think that's the main point on it so that's the only yeah sorry that's the only tidbit that i wanted to touch on that 
Yeah. Getting back to the topic. Yeah. Hand, and then this is where I want to bring you guys into it. And our last uh, kind of topic for the AK platform is the ergonomics. So I have never run my AK as like a primary dedicated platform that I use all the time. I've only ever kind of like run into like a city game and, you know, screwed around a little bit or stood around LARPing for some photos <laughs> and stuff. Um, how do you guys feel um about your AK when it comes to ergonomics and stuff? And, you know, what do you have on it? Do you have any attachments to make it easier? You know, optics, grips, stuff like that. So I'll go through one by one. Just start off uh, with me. Start start off with play. I will start no. off with play. AK is fine. Okay. <laughs> Done. I, I leave it vanilla. Like, I, I yeah. leave most of my airsoft guns yeah. vanilla as heck. So, yeah, I, yeah, I tend to run it vanilla i tend to run it stock i tend to run everything because if i were to upgrade a whole lot of guns sling in my container mount. yeah sling sling actually yes that is a that is a big one for the ak because the i have one a time you wear a sling <laughs> yeah because of the fact that uh i'm gonna it, quote you on that okay i'm gonna clip uh, back the old episode <laughs> You got me there, <laughs> but uh, I I I like running the sling because the the classic like uh, SKS sling that I have. That I yeah, have, it's a nice one. It's yeah, it's beautiful. It fits well. It yeah, fits nicely, yeah. and Super they're comfortable. Good. Two point. That's all yeah, you need. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Sling it when you don't need it, right? Yeah, that's that's exactly. A beauty, and like, not... a, a beauty like that, left in vanilla form, like you don't want to put that on the ground. How can you not? Yeah, you, ha you have to hug it. It has to be on you. Has <laughs> to. No accessories. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, next. Okay, Scott, I saw you reaching for your prop, and you are the first one on my Zoom list there. So what have you done to your uh, it was your RPK, right? RPK, yeah. yeah so what have you got an AK, on yeah. First, it's still an AK. <laughs> yeah, hey, you need that, yeah. Yeah, um, this thing, I think, if I remember correctly, is eight pounds. So the, bi the bipod? No, no, the gun. Oh, wow. Okay. So <laughs> it, get, it gets it gets heavy. Um, I have a 3D printed. Yeah, uh, that would be a heavy bipod. That'd be like, <laughs> um, I have a 3D printed uh, RK grip, basically. Oh, sweet, awesome. Um, it's pretty strong. I'm surprised it's lasted as long as it has. Did, you, did you, uh, you make that 3D it, print? What, yeah. What is it printed? Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't make it. I found it on Thingiverse. It's made out of PTG. Oh, okay. Okay, and I mean, it's, it's hollow, too. Like, it's it's not solid plastic, but it's it survived quite a bit. And you can pick up the whole gun by it. It doesn't care. Yes. So, um, I have a replica EOTech with a sight protector on it. Mm -hmm. um, because I really don't want sights shot out. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to um, have to buy that repro again. No, definitely not. Um, I have a sling back here because I, it does have a quick detached sling in the stock. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't use that though, because I have a, a sling that attaches to my chest rig on the shoulders. Okay. And yeah. it uses a hook instead of a quick detach. So, oh, a single point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one point sling. Um, and then it's just everything else is stock. Uh, other than that, um, I also have, put that down for a second. I have the uh, SEMA AK on here real quick. Perfect. Yeah, um, show it off. And uh, it has been converted. Oh. Well, Are you kidding me? Why didn't you bring that up earlier? Oh, I was you're, going to, but you're just... the you're the guy who built that. Now I remember. Yeah, oh, beauty. That, so that's... it it is an AEG <laughs> still. Yeah, that's fine. You, you built that. That's so cool. You put um, a drum mag on that, by the way. 
Oh, sadly, you can't. It doesn't it won't fit. fit. You can't rock no. it anymore, it right? It doesn't yeah, I thought fit so. In the, the mag. <laughs> I was gonna be like, how oh, can you even get your hand on <laughs> you it? Like, that, but the that, other thing too, you know. have to remember is if you ever bullpup something, the mags are so close. Like this little nub, yeah, right on there, stops you from rocking it in. No, so do you, can you? Do like, you have to go from that much of an angle? Yeah. No, but it it will rock in, but it gets locked. When you try and rock it out, it won't come out. It'll oh. lock itself in. It you can like you have to really play with it. It will come out, but, but is that a, a standard a... like LCT will? But is that a Groza right, no like style, or is it is there a um, different designation for it? I'm not too familiar with this type of a uh, bullpup yes. design. It's kind of a Groza, but it's kind of not at the same time because basically a lot of it is. It's two conversion kits that I found that were modified oh, to okay. work with. Yep, yep. Because yep. the front end was really nice because it's like a Groza, but it's. The original one was designed for HPA, which yeah, I, I have a friend. I have a friend who built that. Yeah. Uh, I think you two have conversed with each other about. Uh, I think so. Yeah. David, um, uh, Dave. Yeah, 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 our, Dave, our, yeah. Our, yeah, yeah, our Dave. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I wanted to keep it um, AG. So there, there was a guy that made an AG conversion, but all he did for the the front was he basically just made a vertical foregrip and stuck a trigger on it. <laughs> And I really didn't like that. He had exposed wiring running down the side here and into oh. the receiver. So it's all inside. It's all nice. It uses a micro switch. And because I had this from the original SEMA, I had this angle or uh, positionable grip, I guess. Yep, 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 I, yep. I made a basically just a barrel bit of Picatinny. And now you have something to hold on to at the front. You made an so, Yeah, basically we call it the AUK because it's like an AK mixed with an AUG. Yes. Yeah. A A K U A U K A U K. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's called the Frankenstein. It's really short, which is nice. It's really light as well. Um, this suppressor though lengthens it obviously, which isn't great. Yeah. Uh, but it also holds the inner barrel centered because I had to cut the end of the barrel off. Oh, the outer barrel because. So like the. For the Kalashnikov edition or whatever that yeah. my friend had that he gave to me, yeah. the barrel, the front iron sight which I wanted gone, was pinned and then like tack welded in place. Oh, so oh you wow! Couldn't, oh, you couldn't strip it off. Uh, I tried drilling it; it, it yeah. got bad. So I just pulled the the barrel off and I took a uh, cutting disc to it, and that was that. So that was the end of that story. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> how, how does it feel to like shoulder it, hold it, and um, you know, it's aim down pretty sight. light. You can you can do a lot. Like I like to reach over the side when I want to go for selector, and then you know, changing magazines isn't very hard. Wow. Yeah, I've actually heard heard that one with like. Um, with the reload style of, of 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 the of the aug or bullpup style uh, reloads and stuff like that it's not as uh bad as people kind of would presume just rear so it's rear different rear. manual arms of yeah you exactly. gotta practice yeah. with it you gotta yeah, train yeah. you gotta train right yeah. so, like with anything you gotta train 100 100 training comes to everything so yeah. awesome beautiful uh gun thank you for showcasing that actually um, i, I want to ask you one question there scott have you oh, seen yeah. the sru conversion for the ak have you seen that before sru that's the one with, that's that's 3d printed i think as well but yes it's like a yes mass one. I they were the first ones that. to come out with it i think eight years yeah, ago they also have one for the um scar right yep that's yeah, i i have i actually that. have that so if you see my I, videos online then that would be I'm me not a big fan of that one if i remember correctly what it looks like i think it's too boxy 
It's just yeah. the back is so big and then it tapers yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, it's the problem too is with this is you have to hide your motor somehow. Yeah. So it's it's fairly big, but yeah, it is also is all it your going? weights. Yeah, all your weights in the rear. So it's it's pretty comfy to run around with. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, that's not too bad, especially if the pistol grip is that far forward. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much yeah. centered in kind of but like it's, your But it looks beautiful, honestly. Yeah. It does. Profile it does. of it. Yeah. yeah, thank you for showcasing that off. And perfect. That leads into the next guy there. Jesse, you're back just in time. You're my <laughs> yeah. next guy on the Zoom one there. Realized um, all the mags I had were loaded. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what have you done to your AK, mm. if you have done anything? And, you know, um, how does it compared to uh, uh, your AR platform if you do own one or I know you're also a real steel shooter so yeah. you know the AK variant that we can't have you know <laughs> oh, right? I get it. Uh, so how do you feel uh, about the ergonomics of it uh, I actually like see so yeah, I definitely like I do, I do have an a AR 180 platform which is pretty much an a a AR platform it's just not an AR 15 yep. in real real steel um, but actually I like I lo love re reloading on that a lot more than reloading my my this AK because it's freaking you're putting it having to hook it in and whatnot but like it's super easy to take out but putting it in, it can be you gotta find it like of course that comes training but um whereas my AR I just drop drop it slide it in done clicks but otherwise like I like um let me just unfold this here. It's right up here. Um, I like fit like I mean I do have a grip on my AR. I I like fitting here and then just put my my uh like rest there my hand go. up in here with the AK. So you, you like, like you like holding it like mag oh, mag, style. mag yeah. Style, yeah. Because I don't I don't have a grip yet because I do want to upgrade this to have a rail system so I can put a little more on it, work with stuff. But yeah, otherwise I do I I just feel. This feels more natural than freaking way out here with my AR. Mm -hmm. Just bring it in close. Well, it's, I haven't actually done anything to it. I bought it for my brother's body like this with this really cheap red dot, which I left on and it's now dead. But <laughs> GG. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I love it. Like it's got the option that I can put suppressor on what whatnot. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. I I I've loved playing with it every time. It's what brand is that was the uh um it's right rifle dynamics rifle dynamics of, okay. yeah out of las vegas so any I, problems I, shipping it over, up here uh i don't know he my bro, my brother's buddy got it in a mystery box i think from toronto airsoft oh wow oh, wow a while back okay yeah my brother that's a wild card yeah rifle dynamics is as far as i know a real ak manufacturer yeah that's when i let when he told me yesterday i looked it up i'm like wait 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 wait, hold on we're not talking about real ak's <laughs> yeah no, like, no, no, no 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 it's an airsoft gun, gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh like when it, my brother like was like hey if you want to you know i told my brother i really want to get it into airsoft now because i've got some extra money to play with from like other hobbies i've kind of slowed down on but and he was like hey my my buddy will sell you his ak his ak i'm like sold let's do it because it's like yeah i, I love the ak I love the aesthetic love of AK, it yeah. and yeah but otherwise yeah i run single mount sling and then usually like if i'm going off field just pull the stock and it just sits sits right right close to me yeah i was yeah love it it's it's a lot of fun. It's easy to easy to run with. Just yeah, the re reloading and whatnot is 
is a challenge, but it's okay. You know, like, you know, and I know, you know, all that does is take training and everything like that. So I look forward to checking back with you at a later date and we'll see uh, if you've thrown anything else on there. And if uh, the reload is still giving you a little, (laughs) I want, I want, I better see, I'm going to check with you at the field. Okay. I'm going to be like, how are those reloads? Two weeks ago, I had a really good reload where it's just like, snap just flow right yeah. bag, ne- next one in and it was just like then i went clear the right side of city i was like oh man that was, so that was my okay, i right can't there. wait for him to go back to an actual ar and you see him bang 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 reload and then under hands and i'm like wait no yeah. and then i'm like traitor <laughs> <laughs> okay well so that leads us to our third guest there morris awesome thanks for being on here yep. so i know you have been an AK connoisseur. Um, so before you had your build, I know the one that you're working on right now isn't quite finished and stuff. Yeah, you'd like to talk about it, awesome. Um, if you'd got, still yeah. like to talk about, uh, you know, any of your other experience, because I know you've had your AK's uh, experience. More well, than, more than so myself, anyway. I had when I first got the AK's, it was first with an LCT 74. Yep, own stock, all wood, fully stock, like Poi likes. Use that for a bit. <laughs> And then I got local guy was selling a GHK for about four hundred dollars. Seventy four M modern furniture was just missing a, an auto sear, so I ran that pretty much stock for a while, and it slowly evolved. And now I have this Frankenstein of a gun, where I think there's about four pieces left that are stock. It's usually how 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 it, how it goes. Yeah. Um, rear sight block has been changed. Got a vortex optic on there. Changed the grip. I've changed the receiver, which like actually as well with Jesse, this is a replica of a rifle dynamics MB 47 CNC aluminum oh. receiver. Oh, sick. Um, so I've done basically everything I can to make this thing more modern. Got a real gas tube, extended magazine release on the old receiver. I had the AR style stock, which is just way better in my opinion. Than the wood one. Yeah. I will say there is one thing I will never do, and that is I will never get a real dust cover. Oh man. I, I do not like them. I don't like having an optic that far back on an AK. Ah. Oh, okay. Um like I have mine. So you like here. you like yours all the way to the front then, like on the I'm, rail. Yeah, I've replaced where the iron sights would be actually with Oh Vortex, sick with a modular base okay so i could actually swap this off and i could put like an lpvo on there okay okay oh that's legit um sans that it's just so is, is it just a preference that you don't like it up close <laughs> on top of the dust cover or do you just like it at the like front so end? the way i i run my ak's i i see clamp them like you would an ar yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. so when i'm holding it out I have it kind of loosely tucked into my shoulder. Right. And it just, it makes it a little bit easier, especially with the way AK cheek weld is. It's just a little bit easier to line up when it's a bit further forward versus far back. It's a little bit more time to line it up, in my opinion. I actually can see where you're coming from with that standpoint, because TAC, as a meme, ran my EOTech at the front of my 416. I don't know why, but he told me because it was better. Well, I mean, there's no reason you can't because you have both eyes open anyway. You got massive field of view. Yeah. No. Um, the only thing I'm waiting on now is uh, I'm getting one of the Sage Armament handguards, but that is 
taking its sweet ass time in the US. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully that comes soon for you. So how, how much is this project gun costing you now? Oh yeah. What do you, or do you, do you even <laughs> oh, not count us. anymore? Tell us, tell us, tell us. I think I stopped counting after about $2,000. Ah, uh, yes. That, oh, is the, that is the classic, up. that is the classic excuse. <laughs> that is. Um, this yep. receiver alone out of, I got from a guy in Hong Kong was about 700 bucks. Oh, so this is, this is a really like dedicated project gun that you're doing then. Yeah, Very this is, project. yeah. When when this is done, though, I am confident in saying this will be one of one in the world. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. no, no other AQ. You know what? Like if if that's how it is, then that's that's basically like the unique bonus right there of uh, you know a statistic on the uh, the gun itself. I mean that it's looks a pistol. Yeah, <laughs> that looks beautiful. By the way, that's that I need, looks really I need, good. I need a stock. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't have a gas block yet. Oh, you don't? <laughs> this, like I said, this used to be a 74, but I bought a 105 barrel. Mm. So yeah. I, need the, I need the new gas block. No. Okay, all right. That's, uh... well, honestly, I can't wait to check back in with you and see where this build goes when you finally get it done. <laughs> yeah, see me in six months. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I was going to be like, is that is that like the, the, the best timeline? Or yeah. is that the worst? <laughs> that, that's the worst isn't getting anything seized at the U.S. border timeline. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Sure. So, well, so yeah, Poi, that pretty much leads that, off on all the conversation topics I have. Um, is there anything that you guys would like to mention to the community, or is there anything about the AK platform that you feel like we might have forgotten that you would like to get out now? You know, speak now or forever hold your peace. Batteries, <laughs> What's up? Battery space, yeah. Battery. Oh, yeah. I think they all said it at the oh, same man. time. <laughs> So here's the beauty about keeping it the classic aesthetic look with the wood furniture at the back. Mm, that, 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 that I, I could fit a big stock. ass. I could fit that big ass battery in there, no problem. How about you guys? <laughs> Mine is right in the dust cover. I don't it, know, it man. In right here. I don't know what a battery is. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I've never I, heard of them. I, I run both Scott, gas and AEG side. I, I know. No, it, it goes under the dust cover. There's a locking pin uh, right here. Oh my god, oh my that? god, yeah. So what you do is you turn it, and then you pull it out. LCT, the guy at Trigger, he took the dust cover off to test fire it. He could not get the dust cover back on. <laughs> he went, and he was like, I'll go get a rubber mallet. And it's like, no, it's fine. We'll just put it on at home. It just, well, it's fine. I, this, there's a pin that goes through the front. There's a hole in the front, and it yeah. goes through, and it pins it. So you have to put your battery in. You have to make sure all your wires are nice and tucked. And then you come in and you slide this long. Nice and easy. Yeah. And you just, oh, you have to make sure this goes in. And I've taken the pin and I've put it in some sandpaper and just spun it. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier now. When I first got this, I had games where they finished the rules. They finished all the game mode. We're walking out onto the field and I'm still trying to get the battery in. It's, like, <laughs> no. it's just like, oh man. this. And then it, then it would snap in and it would pinch my finger. And it, yeah. It, and then you're just like, oh man. Yeah. yeah so bit of a bit of sanding goes a long way for that pin. okay okay so but definitely super uh, easy like it goes right yeah yeah in the rear right dust right that's, yeah you've got, yeah, you've got oh, that's yeah. what i have for my yeah, 70 no. that's what i have for my uh black the, uh, 74 yeah it's i think the newer way. ones they changed it because the thing is the the sema yeah you just pop the back comes yeah, off my sema does slot this in make sure you got it on the right side and it just locks in basically it's really easy but the newer 
I don't know if it's on the newer style or what exactly which ones should have that style, but the pin, it's it's hard, especially when it's right from the factory. I think this is why they call it the AK style battery because it's just the long, like skinny one that goes oh, into the yeah, tube. That, that's that's the is. other thing yeah. too. Uh no lithium ion, from what I understand. Oh, what? I don't it, like it can't run it. It can't. doesn't fit it. You can't like basically because the cells square for the yeah. lipos because they're yeah. flat packs yeah. for the cells you can fit this in because the dust cover mm -hmm. comes on it sits nice and flat on it but with the round ones because they've got the top and bottom that's just a little bit bigger you can't actually run a lithium ion in an lctak mm -hmm. unless it's got a you know a solid stock which you could you could theoretically also run it in the buffer tube but if you have a side folder like this one it it's just you're going to break the wires, stress. yeah. Yeah, so it's just not worth it. I actually, I snipped a battery wire on my old LCT trying to cram the dust cover on. Oh, yeah. like yeah. because you couldn't see it on the side when you're cramming it in? Yeah, I was trying to push in and it, yeah, caught, that's... it, it caught between the gearbox and the dust cover and just slipped. Yeah, that's that's my big worry when it comes to snapping on the dust cover for my LCT2. It's just it gets annoying when those wires sneak out or like the little uh like balancer the balance um lead, yeah, yeah the lead comes out and be like hey i'm, I'm over here and i'm like oh the fuck get back it in is there nice being able to just side fold your stock though for like city oh oh yeah, oh, yeah. Just side fold it now you've got you know rpk I, that really i love that too when 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 you're going in there and you're like okay i need to compress all right i'm ready <laughs> yeah folding stocks is the one thing i miss the most when i use an ar Folding stock, yeah. Yeah, it's like, damn, I wish I could fold this. I mean, there's, there's, there, there, there's a fair bit. There's, there's the Sig. Normal. You could, you could fold that. There's a. There's... I, ha I have been actually designing in CAD. This is completely unrelated to AKs. I apologize, but one of the, uh, like a Sig style bolt for my rifle. Yeah. Just so I can make that in my machine shop and get a folding stock. Oh, so you, you have a background in, um, uh, like, not mechanical, but um, fabrication, fabrication, or um. Yeah, that's or milling or that's my job. We run a CNC shop. So. Oh, okay. So uh, that's, that's I'm, brother does. I'm allowed to diddle the machines. Are you a millwright? Is that the trade? Uh, no, I'm not sure it. the exact term. It's that a, might be a CNC technician. machinist. My brother is oh, a machinist. Is currently in school okay. for it. That, that that is a trade now. Machinist. Hmm. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so that's why you know how to like make your own things and put them together in an AK. I see. I see your background there. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes more sense now. That's why you're spending more on the project gun because you know what you're doing. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. Oh, okay. All right. I never, I never claim to know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, it's airsoft. It's, it's a hobby. You said at the very beginning, you just like learning the new things, right? So I, this AK has seen hammers, Dremels, a welder. I had to oh, that poor, that poor AK. I feel bad for it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I can show us off real quick. I was telling you guys about the, about the optic mount I have. Yeah. This is meant for real AKs. Yeah. And the GHK rear sight block is taller than the real AK. So I had to buy this, cut it in half, and then re-weld it slightly taller so that there would actually be clearance for the bolt. Okay. So you know what you're doing at that point then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Got it. At that point, I know a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, I think this basically closes off the segment here i don't have any other questions honestly no, other, other than um like we were talking about reloads and stuff but uh as as for gas users um Ooh, yeah you know, what's your favorite what, reload what's, style? what's your favorite reload style let, let, like if you're reloading do you, do you still like you know take that secondary mag and flip it out 
like kind of. with it, or do you just go in thumb and then rack in? No, no, thumb yeah, is yeah. the point. You need to do the Soviet classic reload. Take your hand off the firing pistol grip, okay? Turn around, reload, and then take your other hand and reach the bolt <laughs> and rack it, okay? So, like I said, I have the extended magroly, so I actually can just hit that with my finger. Ah. Yeah, that's oh, that's legit. Oh, that was so. That's hot like right that's there. like comparable that to the really uh cool. the AR bad lever. That's that's yeah, like the, what it is. Yep. Yeah, bad lever. Yeah, and I don't have to because with the AK where you hit it with the other one, I found that paddle was a little hard to hit, especially under stress. Yeah, this I can hit it anywhere. Okay. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, a bit for, more consistent for me. It's the uh with the mag on the hand, the thumb. And yeah, rack in. that's a little bit easier for me, especially with the with the sometimes when you're tack reloading too, right? Like even for me, like with my M4, like I'm hitting that release, but like with my mag in hand, you know, to 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 so easily slide and and transition that mag out and then re-index it, right? So it's all about speed. Yeah, needs to reload. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, you made your point. Okay. Yeah, but RPK but ra ra hold on, hold on. Chat. Rattle it. Rattle it. It's about it's... half full right now. Oh, it's a maracas, oh, dude. Tactical maracas. <laughs> it is. It is electric winding though. Okay. Oh, that is that's that's, that's a beauty. That's thick. Yeah. 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 So that you just basically you. push on this lever and it just winds oh, up a bunch. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You could literally hold it down. <laughs> I think it will wind faster than the gun can actually fire it. Oh, that's a lot well, that's not bad. So then good. you can just yeah. burst it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny because people are like, oh, I'll take your position when you have to reload. It's like, no, no reload. <laughs> no, no, no. Did not, did not hear last, no. last. Comment. I'll let you know in a few rounds. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, like halfway through the day, I need you to cover me. <laughs> the barrel's melted. <laughs> I've gone through four batteries and I still haven't reloaded. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the only other thing I could see was uh, anyone have any problem with like mags not fitting in chest rigs well? But that's got to be an issue for you guys no matter what because just being yeah. over here where everything's westernized. Just buy toward... some Russian surplus. That's what I did. Yeah, right? It's, what are you... Yeah, actually, yeah. Your, uh, your uniform recently did change up, right? You're rocking now... Uh, I went like from a... a Condor $80 chest rig, which was fine. It was tight, but if you wanted a double stack, they came in. Yeah, you couldn't do that. It I was, remember we it talked It was really that. tight, yeah. Um, But the... Uh, I got a... What is this? SH117 or 6SH117. So it's just a load bearing vest. But yeah, it's it, like a anyway, battle harness, too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, it's got tons of attachments. And the AK mags fit in those pouches great. They're dual pouches. And, yeah. No problem fitting them in there. But yeah. standard yeah. M4 pouches can be tight. They, yeah. yeah. Standard M4 pouches are very tight. What I tend to do is I use, uh, I have like a bunch of double stack ones and they fit nicely yeah. in there instead of the oh, single okay. stack ones because, yeah, it's just AK mags, big boy mags. What I yeah. find helps is you want to kind of go against what you think is going to work and load your mags into pouches, BBs up. Yeah. Because yeah. Then, you, then you don't get the issues of the locking lugs. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you actually have to have your mags in the other way. Yeah. Um, I I run mine upside down just because I'm grabbing, kind of like this, and then flipping and and beer canning it, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I did have them, 
both ways I tried in the Condor rig. It was probably more just because it was a Condor rig, $80 rig, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. But yeah. It, and, it was and, and that style way. of magazine, right? Yeah, like, don't get me yeah. wrong, because a lot of things just aren't made no. for that, 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 for such a curve. Because even like a Stanag 45 is curved, but, but it's not, not it, but it's not that curved, right? If yeah. you, because I have, um, these are like 762 mags technically, even though I'm using them in like, five four five um but i like i like the the feel of these better also the the lct ones that are designed for um a 15 or whatever there's windows in the front from what i understand but they're not there they're all molded plastic and that just bugs me so uh but those i think are slightly less curved because they are the five four five um mags they're not yeah the straight ones they don't yeah they're, yeah, they're straighter not they don't straight, need to be not as, straight yeah. Sorry, yeah but closer to a stanic right you know. uh, any one of you have the classic uh like else uh, um ghk um akm ones the 762 ones yeah i i have i have a bunch of those and they are Probably the most pain in the ass magazines that I is have. Is that the one where it's like two sheets of? No, no, it, like yeah, stamped. it's it's stamped together and and it yeah. literally is the classic banana mag. Yeah. You want to trade for some P mags? <laughs> hey, those are straighter than the ones I have. The ones that I have are literally like you know like a full curve on it. Yeah, maybe the same look... curve. They're like they're pretty curvy. They, they look yeah. like my yeah, banana. But, but the uh, the GHK like classic like akm ones oh my gosh are they like i'm i have a hard time trying to fit them that's the reason extended ones that were stamped for yeah yeah oh yeah Uh, that's the reason why i got 75 uh, rounders or whatever it's it's the reason why i got a smirsh vest or a smirsh uh like setup because like you know like ak like you want to fit it uh, as many mags as you can on on you so i i bought one of those and actually that was like the best idea and I, i love the rig and uh, yeah, I could fit like uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, well, like twelve mags on me um, with that Smirsh uh, like setup, and uh, it's beautiful. And that's the reason why I took it to Milson West is because I was using an AK as a militia, and you know, use my LCT and and all everything that I had like going out for combat, like my GoPros, I fit in the back, um, like. Uh, what do you call it? The little back bag, the butt yeah, bag, the, the big old dumpy, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the butt bump. your butt yeah. bump. So yeah, I definitely agree that like you need spec specific gear to use the AK, but I mean that's really up to you to decide. Yeah, I would disagree personally with that because yeah, you're you, I I see you're using a you know a plate carrier with it, but yeah, I mean. I think it definitely depends I guess, on what you buy. Yeah, if I guess you're going I, for the cheaper you know, option, I, you're probably going to be more a little. Limited. I'm a little bit of a purist, uh, you know. I guess because you it know, is what like, it is. Yeah, you want to you want to go with what 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 fits with the magazines, and I went for it, and I I never regretted the decision since. And smirches are nice; they're they're great. Yeah. They are good. They are. Uh, good. I've got I've got the mag. It's the two two two. I've got the seam here, and then it wraps around. Yeah, and, yeah the old yeah, stamp style. It's a, it's a steel steel. Steel yeah, bag. the old stamp style. Exactly. Yeah. Can't yeah, find it, but I have a I have a high cap one of those, and you open it up, and it's just a nice edge to cut your finger on. Ooh. <laughs> not a not, <laughs> a, not a mag I ever use. Yeah, it, it no, it's in a bag somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, no, this is a wall mag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is the finger remover nine thousand. Ouch. We don't we don't use it. <laughs> okay. Um, shall we close it off, Mac? Um, yeah. Or do you have anything else to add? 
I, yeah, you know what, guys? I think we could end up sitting here and just shooting the crap for a long time. Oh, yeah. And I don't need to take up any more of your time. I really appreciate you guys taking the time that you have and dedicating it to us here, going into a deep dive of the AK platform, showing us and sharing your experiences with it and stuff like that. Uh, we'll be sure to check back with you guys in a future, more updated segment, because I would Sweet. definitely like to see where you guys are in you. In, 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 in retrospect of your collections, maybe uh, you got a new gun, uh, Morris, maybe you finally finished that build, uh, you know, we'll maybe, see. <laughs> maybe. It's, it's maybe. been on hold because I've been, I was going to say customs money. might be fair to you, might not be fair to you. I don't freaking know. A lot of money. As pray, to is, the yeah, pray to the airsoft gods. Pray to the airsoft gods. That's the all you got to do. Airsoft gods, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, that pretty much uh, point. You, you want me to just close it off? Yeah, just close it off. Go ahead. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up episode 80 of the Panther Airsoft Folding Table Talk. I really appreciate everyone that has, uh, you know, our three guests. Big thanks to you guys. Uh, the people in the live discord that have been back and forth chatting and stuff like that and asking questions. Thank you guys for sitting by and making sure that uh, you're part of this, uh, you know, brief preview to what is the main thing tomorrow, guys. Uh, there was a little bit of chit chat in there about uh, where it is that you can access the full thing. So make sure you guys are following the uh, Panther Airsoft Folding Table Talk YouTube page. And that way you can make sure you catch up and uh, be with all of the details and updates that we are um, have scheduled for you. Actually, I want to add something to that. Oh, um, uh, if you guys haven't noticed, uh, if you subscribe to our Spotify, we yes. have um, oh, video yes. enabled in Spotify now. Um, oh, legit. Apparently... Yeah. We, we are, are Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. We are uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> there's only uh, apparently there's only a select few podcasts shows out there that, that yeah. run video, and we're lucky to have one of them apparently because we have enough listeners and as well as content to keep doing this. So, guys, go to Spotify, like it or subscribe to it, follow and it. follow it, and put yeah. it on while you sleep. I don't even yeah, care. And, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> guys, God, that's usually where I watch. Spotify, watch. Spotify, like, Spotify, Spotify gods have have, guys, uh, yeah. have given us an opportunity to do this, so we're gonna return it back by saying, go to Spotify and and uh, follow our podcast there. Um, other than that, no, sorry, Mac. Uh, it's, no, it's, well, that's yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it, Poi. Uh, other than that. Thank you so much to our Scott, to our guests, Scott, Jesse, and Morris. Thank you guys for being on here. And that pretty much wraps it up, guys. Hope everyone has a great night. All right. Say goodbye, guys. Good night. Have a good one.